0: My wife sent me uh, a a thing uh, today about like dogs in movies. Generally, have to have CGI tails because if they're like if they're supposed to be a mean dog, mm. like their tails are wagging because right. they're like they so happy to room. be acting. Uh, proper you know their trainer wrong. usually has something they like. Yeah, long- and their like yeah. tails are wagging, so they have to CGI the dog's tails.
1: <laughs> that was probably half the budget of this movie because CGI yeah, that- was expensive in 1983
0: well yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like they had to train the dog like they had to get the dog to bite this guy's pant leg like, somehow back then i don't know they how you do that they didn't care about that i'm
1: just imagining a dog in a you know in this movie just with the money for nothing quality computer animation tail <laughs> yeah right. right just covering
2: his tail with a green
0: fabric
1: oh, you gotta... fuck it we'll do it in post <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a green tail sock. Uh. Gotta
1: sell those color TVs. <laughs> Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Travis. And I'm George. George, who's the moosiest moose that you know? Well, that's Wally. No, it's Marty Moose. It's Marty Moose. Whatever. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Marty Moose. Russ? Well, I, can,
1: I can tell the movie made an impression on Is you, it, George.
0: Isn't, aren't they going to Wally World? Yes, they are. But the... the, the character is Marty Moose. Yeah, yeah 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 but who's Wally Wally is like uh, the Disney. Disney. He's Disney the Walt Disney oh type okay guy. yeah played by
1: name? someone you've seen in other movies probably but we'll Roy, get to that guys Roy,
0: Roy
2: Wally we Roy Walliford.:
1: National Lampoon's vacation of the non Christmas non European non Vegas variety good old OG OG Early, early, early days. Vacation. George, how do you feel after finally watching the unedited (laughs) curses and boobs-filled version of Vacation? It was pretty good. It was pretty good.
0: I haven't seen any of the other Vacations that you mentioned. Uh, You Um, don't need to. I've only seen Christmas and this one. Yeah, I like like Vegas Vacation. It has
2: its moments. It's nowhere near these or this one, but it has
0: moments. But um, you know, so I I I really like Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of comparing it to that, and I I can see, you know, how before, in with other sequels, we've said that they took what worked in the first one and they mm-hmm. just went with it and amplified it. Cousin Eddie. Yeah, cousin <laughs> yeah cousin Cousin Eddie is one of them. Like his uh, when he freaks out when mm-hmm. Chevy Chase freaks out, his freak out in the second one was like. Epic. Way The hallelujah and holy shit? Yes. Where's the title? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> uh, the second, yeah, the one in the second one was like way bigger and I don't, I don't think it was too much either. No. The one in the second one was just, just insanely good. I compare Christmas Vacation
2: to like Aliens.
0: Yeah. where The, the Dark Knight. <laughs>
2: yeah, the Dark Knight. Where, where the sequel yeah. is actually a, not a, I guess it's a better movie, but you can't replace the original, but who wants to try just it's it's yeah. a good well done sequel to where you're not like oh god that 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 they just did that and inflated it
0: yeah so this this movie was um at times uh subtle <laughs> and at other times <laughs> um not outlandish sometimes. yes um but always hilarious yes
1: <laughs> I, yeah, never a dull moment in this movie i mean it's an easy, easy. Easy watch. It's an easy watch, yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very easy watch. Uh,
2: I I laughed because when you said subtle, and then I'm thinking, there's really not much subtlety in this there's, movie. No, there's tons of <laughs> but subtlety. There, I think it's what's good is the the uh, eleven jokes are that, and then makes everything else seem subtle, but. They're all pretty on point and like in your face. Like nothing's like in the background. Like when you watch a movie like Airplane or something, you have the 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 joke in front of you, and then you might have shit going on in the background, and you might catch it the third or fourth time you watch it. But this one, no, everything's in the forefront.
0: I mean, I guess I'm, I guess maybe I'm talking more about like the delivery, okay, of of certain things, like uh, a dryness. Yeah, it's not a lot of screaming,
1: but yeah, there is plenty not... of screaming when they want to.
0: Yes, right. Um I mean Chevy Chase is uh brilliant. Yeah. There's no other way. I don't think he he
2: ever well, I mean, this is around the the Caddyshack years. So, I mean he was on all cylinders at this point. I
0: Pretty mean much. I I know him best from his work in the TV show community. community? Yeah. Um <laughs> I may have mentioned that to you guys. Um and it's really funny to to see him so young yeah. and so old and how his, I don't know if his brand of humor, like it changed, it, but it didn't, it just aged with him. Right.
2: It's like Bill Murray,
0: same way. Yeah. His he's yeah, he's film, so good. He's yeah. a treasure. Yes, he is. He's a treasure.
1: Oh my God. So the movie begins with him trading in his car. And you get that great character moment where he totally is just like kind of cornered by the world, but then tries to turn it into like his great idea. Yeah. What an interesting, yes. interesting choice. But uh Eugene Levy, the car salesman. Yes.
2: Holy crap. Very early. Very I young. He was in this.
1: Very permed, Eugene Levy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this
2: is this is like uh SCTV days.
1: Hey Davenport. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Okay, I get the car. And just that little touch of him trying to unlock, reach in to unlock his car door when they bring back the pancake car. Just that one (laughs) little movement of just like, and then the realization. That's your not on the page uh, acting, right? That's the subtlety that I'm talking about.
0: Yes. The car is flat and he's still reaching for the handle or the lock or whatever. He had a few of those in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Like the price tag hanging on the on the gun. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's not even a real gun.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. So the thing I remember as a kid loving was him getting the Atari adjacent, hook uh, it into your TV computer. I don't know what. I, I It was like a
2: Commodore or something. Yeah,
1: whatever ancient 1982 or 3 computer that is. It's probably similar to the one that uh, Corey Feldman is playing on uh Friday the 13th part four, uh, mm-hmm. him driving the the car while Pac-Man knockoff <laughs> chases it and the other space alien shooting at it. Uh, yeah. wonderful. He's like,
2: thank you, Audrey. Wonderful. <laughs> I mean,
1: memory for me, but don't I'll don't... tell you now that I I've lived life a little more, uh, you know, it stands out to me in that shot and only, uh, pro- the, I'm probably the only person in, in the country that cares. When he shows the route on the computer the first time when it's zoomed out, mm-hmm. they're taking the I-44 corridor through Missouri. But when they zoom in with the car being chased by the alien, it is changed to the I-70 corridor. That's interesting, but oh also God. necessary if they're going to go through Kansas. Guys, that's geography. True. And maps. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had maps in a while. It's been a while since we've had maps. Uh, we used it's to talk true. about maps a lot, guys, and so here you go, a throwback, maps. Well, this is you. This is your turn. Yeah, we yeah. almost
0: never have a maps about, you know, uh, Missouri. We right. came it's...
1: adjacent to Missouri maps during uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, but okay, this movie is going the other direction. Right. And uh, Kansas City gets a minor. Moment in the spotlight. Uh, if you'll remember, as they're going, uh, supposed to be going on to I 70 in Kansas City, and he accidentally gets off into East St. Louis, and nothing yes. happens in East St. Louis, and we can just move on. See, kids, <laughs> see the plight. See, <laughs> that's such a good line.
2: There's a quote from that scene that I say almost every single time I'm oh, in no. the car. Oh, no. <laughs> Even my son will say it sometimes, and now I add a word just so people know what I'm doing. Oh, gee! <laughs> but I, I'll say, "Roll 'em up, Russ." <laughs> Whenever Roll something, up. When something's a little qu- questionable, like something's going on, <laughs> Roll that's up. not so yeah. bad. That's yeah, not bad. I'll, you, I'll say, "Roll 'em that's up." That's literally all the, the time.
1: best line you could say. from Or I'll thing. say, "What's up, Holmes?" <laughs> Isn't it? Excuse me, Holmes. That's Excuse me, why I Holmes? like it so much. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, yeah. Holmes. Excuse me, Holmes. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Yeah, it's
0: uh, he, good. He, I mean, at first Travis said there was like no subtlety, but like I think all of those things are subtle oh, things. Yeah. Oh, did you notice
2: like when they were when the guy was giving him directions? Yeah, I know there's a a meme on uh on the internet right now where they say the guy behind him is a time traveler because he's on an iPhone. <laughs> oh, it's maybe? like a transistor radio, that's I funny. think, that he's got to his ear. Okay. But he has it to his ear when he walks up to the car, and he's holding it like a phone. And then he kind of puts it down to his hip, and it looks like an iPhone. It doesn't look like okay. a, a okay. big big gray Sony radio. Right. So it's it's that's funny. And then you watch the subtlety of the guy behind. Like, everybody walking away with the hubcaps and everything. Like, it's just, it's almost Mel Brooks-ish, but, oh, yeah. like you said, subtle enough to where you're like, okay, it's not outlandish it's it's a situation that it you know would never really technically happen, but it, it sets a mood
0: see, I think that the 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 dialogue in that scene that whole scene while they're driving through, yeah you know the city all of just the way Chevy chases like he takes his character the, the way he plays his character mm-hmm. is so good. The entire time, and it's and it's funny, not because like there's nothing like physical about it, mm-hmm. and there's not it's not really it's not even really dialogue or even like verbal. It's just his behavior, just the way he behaves mm-hmm. in this. You know,
2: it's not much different than the scene in in Batman Begins when Rachel and Bruce drive down the Narrows. No, <laughs> it's not.
1: I she love showed, the part right before that where Clark is explaining, oh, the, the St. Louis arch, you know, it's tall, yeah. it's 60. <laughs> can we go up it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just,
2: Although he wants to stop at like the largest ball of yarn. You got to go to the uh, House and, of yeah. Mud, man. House of Mud, but gotta not the St. Louis House arch.
1: Mud, but not the arch. No, there's no time. You got to get to Wally World. I love that. <laughs> uh, also, I'm not a huge St. Louis guy, so take that. Okay. Boom. Take that, St. Louis. Uh yeah, I drove
0: right past that thing. Yeah, it's cool. there. I never stopped. <laughs>
1: I went up at Did once, you? it took forever. It was really boring.
0: <laughs> I was like, Oh, check that out. The big arch. Cool. And I just cool. kept driving.
2: Anybody <laughs> want to play uh some croquet? You play croquet around arches, do you not? Oh yeah,
1: you need oh, a big. You need a <laughs> giant giant ball uh, of yarn. Michael Myers sized croquet mallet too, just
0: Oh, for, nice. for 45 foot Michael? Yes. Yes.
1: Nice. Well, isn't the arch like 600 feet tall? Yes, Pete, it is. Uh, you know, we always talk about, oh, they don't make movies like they used to, or they could never make this movie today. Uh, I have seen that the creators of this movie, I think it was specifically the director, Harold Ramis, was saying that if he had the opportunity, he would have shot the East St. Louis bit differently, or not mm. at all. So it's not that you can't make movies like this today. It's that they, they would choose not to. So that's interesting. You don't often hear that from the actual movie makers saying like, Ooh, too close to the line.
2: Yeah. But it was the time. Like I remember in, in airplane, there was a lot of questionable jokes with like jive talking and stuff. And and no one thought anything of it until like recently.
0: Yeah. When he actually finally got into Wally world and, was pointing the gun around at people. That mm-hmm. was super uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. No. There's a lot like, of like, ooh.
0: Yeah. Cause the you know, you know why.
1: Well, yeah. Just look around and point like, yeah, all these reasons <laughs> is why. But in nineteen eighty three, oddly enough, the same year as Christine. I don't know how we did that. I don't think yeah. we meant to. But here we are. And that's funny.
2: Huh. So what city do they get to next?
1: I think they go straight to Dodge City after East Dodge St. City, Louis, which now,
2: is one of my favorite scenes. It's very short, but I love it. It's
0: amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, which the, one was Dodge City? It's when oh, he, it was like Cowboy the Wild Bar. Bar. West.
2: Wild West, yeah. 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 When he's yelling at the bartender, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey
0: and yellow belly the, and the subtlety is after the bartender shot him mm-hmm. and he's like see or you thought it was a real gun and and wasn't it funny how i jumped off and blah blah, blah. and then like the next thing he says to the bartender is so super polite yeah. Yep, that is there's no joke there except for I, the line it's, it's
2: the delivery it's of that line.
0: it's so good i like when he jumps up he's like
2: i'm okay <laughs>
1: I'm okay. Well, and they do the thing where, uh, his wife is like, she's deaf. Are you happy? Are you happy? (laughs) Yeah. So Audrey goes deaf in this movie. And you remember in Christmas Mm -hmm. vacation, her eyes freeze. So she's not able to see (laughs) the relationship between vacation and Christmas vacation are interesting. It's interesting to me because it's almost like a reverse sequel. And the only reason I say that uh, besides the fact they de age the kids a little bit, I, I, I like that in Christmas Vacation, it is the same jokes, same beats as Vacation, but toned down to be a PG-13 movie. And so often what you see in a sequel is the same beats, but amplified, which immediately destroys the credibility of most sequels, right? You've gone too big at this point. You've hit the Dark Knight Rises thing where it's like, okay, Dark Knight was great, but now this is too big. Try to bring it in a little bit. Everything that worked, you just... Made it bigger, but in Christmas Vacation, everything that worked, you brought it down a notch and made it more like precise.
2: Except for Eddie, yeah. Like I think Eddie is is obviously a bigger character in the Christmas, but he's He's more present, but he's he's less
1: polished. Right? Ugh, he's so gross in this movie, but I'm sure we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. Soon. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, then they go to the the cousin's house. Guys. Ew. Just what. Hold on, what is
0: helper? Like I get hamburger ham- helper. I get hamburger helper. Yeah. What? Like I've never made it, but oh, I know you're real? supposed to put hamburger in it. It's just like what macaroni
1: is- and cheese with a a slightly different flavor, so it complements beef. No, I uh, always thought
2: hamburger helper was like the the almost like a manwich, like a like a sloppy joe, but with oh beef no, I I used to
1: gravy. cook it all the time. It's literally like. You boil it's like a noodles pasta thing. and then you pour in the cheese sauce and you stir it and then you put browned beef in that and you stir it some more and then that's okay, hamburger so
0: over. What were they eating on the on the buns? It was
1: just buns, bro.
0: Just the buns with the ketchup on tomato. Them. <laughs> buns and
1: tomato. Probably some okay. lettuce. When he when his sandwich falls apart when Edna announces she's going to Arizona, there's some lettuce yeah. and stuff mixed in with the tomato, yeah. but
2: it's everything for the burger except for the burger.
1: Real tomato ketchup, Eddie. <laughs> <I can't laughs> Only go the that best, high.
2: Clark. So I learned, <laughs> now, being 47 and growing up in the 80s, I've learned that the best way to punctuate a joke is to end it with the word Clark. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. It, it's like everybody knows it. It's it's like universal. So Eddie, Eddie knew that back then. <laughs> he ends everything with Clark.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, we forgot to talk about the BJ scene. We talked about that mm. uh, in our last episode, actually, which is probably how we got on the topic of Christine, or from on vacation from Christine. But the yes. uh, reference to previous oral copulation and then trapping her head under the steering wheel, that's, that's mm-hmm. how, because it was the steering wheel death. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's weird. Steering wheels, very dangerous in 1983. <laughs> but the thing that, that makes it tool? for me on that scene is uh, Audrey's face. When mm-hmm. she like pops up and like she gives Russ a look, <laughs> it's just like, Ooh. yeah. Well, it's like when well, they
2: catch him on the vibrating beds. Oh <laughs> it's god! Like,
1: what?
0: Oh, right, hold on. We'll get to that. Okay. What? Back to the the, the steering wheel scene. The, for me, it was the part of the joke that you didn't mention during the Christine episode, Dan, which was you said that the kids wake up from in the back seat. But they don't like they don't say anything, right? Yeah, like the the the, the people the the parents in the front seat don't even realize that they're there. Yep, mm-hmm. they're there for a second and then they <laughs> they're then grossed they out back, and yeah. they go away. And it, it's like that was almost that made it better. Oh, it's so good. The fact that they're just like they just pop up and they're like, oh and they, they're like they just like make themselves yeah. disappear. <laughs> it,
2: it's that kind of stuff that makes me. I'm I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get into the director writer situation. But this movie is a good example of a genius director taking all cues from a genius writer, and the writer has done movies you've seen. The
0: so, writer was um, he did like like Home Alone, right? Yeah, it's John Hughes. John Hughes. So he did like Ferris Bueller.
2: And, yeah. And Breakfast Club. I saw Canvas. I saw
0: his name and I was like, oh, Home Alone guy. I like him. He's a good writer. I couldn't remember anything he did except for Home Alone, but. Yeah,
2: he's he, he's done a lot. He's brilliant. But, what else
0: there was another brilliant thing that that he was wrote that I loved. I forget what it was.
2: Uh Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Was that He that? wrote that. Which there's a few of those scenes in this movie that yeah. are recycled for that movie. You know, the falling asleep while driving, going off the Oh,
0: the falling asleep while driving. <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs> but remember so planes, good. trains they're you knew, headed you east it was so coming. it's different.
0: Yeah. You knew it was coming. They're like the, oh, yeah. the camera goes through everyone in the car, everyone in the car sleeping, and it like sticks on the wife. <laughs> the only thing and missing it slowly <laughs> goes over to him and you know he's cocked out.
2: The only thing missing in that scene is the hitting a deer or the deer being in the back of the car. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing. Cause usually that ends with like the they do it in Tommy Boy where the, the deer actually <laughs> sits up in the back seat when the truck's coming right at them and silly. And, and the two uh uh farley and and spade both do the ah! and which is classic for that scene with the headlights coming at them and then the deer sits up and goes ah! so they're all doing it at the same time i'm like that is so, so st- like plain strange
0: it's so stupid <laughs> it's great <cranto>. though.
2: <laughs> it works yeah it does it works for that
1: Oh, holy crap. Oh, my God. So you, you get a psycho <laughs> reference at the motel. Yes. Uh, yes. You know.
2: Beverly representing.
1: She, by the way, hell of a singer. I mean, the mm-hmm. song is goofy as all get out, but she she's singing her butt off in the car earlier. Well, yeah, in the car.
2: It's great. They both are harmonizing oh, yeah. really well. That that was the Mockingbird song. Chevy Chase was doing a nice little harmony with her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love how like the, the like the time lapse and, to
1: the point where he's like singing Swing Sweet Low.
0: low. <laughs> Swing low. Swing when low.
1: Well, I love Audrey's delivery of like, we don't know any of your songs. Your songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> She's great. That Dana Barron. I don't know if I've ever seen her or anything else, but she really nails it.
2: Yeah, she was good in this movie.
1: So, George, did you recognize the clerk at the camp, he's eaten a watermelon slice. Yes. he looks he's very, him $37. Familiar. $37. $37. very familiar. Thirty-seven
2: dollars. Thirty-seven dollars.
1: Thirty-seven. Very familiar-looking face at this time of his life.
2: Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if he's in any you know, of the movies we've done. You know, he is. Uh, uh, he's those. in one.
1: He he is in movies we've done. Uh, okay. His name. He was in is,
2: Scrooge. did know that.
1: Uh, Brian Doyle Murray. He is the oh. brother of William Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Noah Vanderhoff in Wayne's World, the arcade oh, owner. Right. Okay. And he is Clark's boss in Christmas Vacation. Yes. But way oh. younger. He looks a lot like Bill Murray, and his yeah. mannerisms—he's doing yeah. a Murray situation. Like, yeah. Huh. He's he's going for it. So he's
2: basically playing the same character he plays in Caddyshack.
1: Yeah, it's hysterical. I but love him. Yeah, he shows up in a lot of our movies, and he also uh, is the brother of Bill Murray. So that's pretty cool.
2: Any Bill Murray has uh, his brother in it.
0: Any of them. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you'll see him in it.
2: Any anything Bill Murray
0: does. Was he in that movie that I hated? What movie did you hate? The movie with Kevin Bacon.
2: Hmm.
0: Wasn't no. Wasn't he was Bill not Murray? in
2: in uh, Wild Things. oh Bill Murray that was a cameo I'm talking about a Bill Murray film oh okay all right. like he plays the mayor in Groundhog Day
0: oh does he yeah
2: which is coming up by the way yes it is we should watch that next
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I love that movie isn't it like tomorrow it's tomorrow oh we're too late damn it next year we'll watch it next year as of recording and next year we'll say hey we ought to watch Groundhog Day and then we won't by the time you by the, the time you listen year, to this, it was six
0: days ago. So yeah, right.
1: If you miss Groundhog Day, yeah, like, it was six days ago.
2: It's now February seventh. Sorry, people.
1: Sorry, folks. Hey, uh we'll watch, Day, we'll watch President's Day.
0: If Groundhog Day <laughs> plays out like it did in the movie, then this is your sixth Groundhog Day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh I got God. you, babe. Hey, so the daughter of Cousin Eddie.
0: Yes. yes. The cringiest something.
1: cringiest moment of the movie for me is the French kissing discussion. <laughs> but do you recognize that actress at all? Because she is actually super famous now.
0: I do recognize her, but I don't know who she she's is. She's all over the TV.
1: She's Jane Krakowski. She was on Thirty Rock.
0: Okay.
2: And Alan McBeal. That was her big thing. Yep, that was Kelly McBeal. Break. I
1: probably have to see a picture of her You name would know now. her she, She's she very looks exactly recognizable. Like that. <laughs> yeah. But she no longer mm. stirs the punch with her arm. <laughs> That's true.
2: So you want me to help me want me to help you with that? Please. Please? <laughs> That's another quote I used. Please. <laughs> that and I'm so hungry I could eat a sandwich from a gas station. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh shit. So, uh the dog <laughs> thing happens. Did you recognize the cop by any chance, James? No. Wait,
2: can we talk about the dog?
1: Oh, let's talk about the
2: dog. <laughs> I think the dog was old Yeller. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. No, it wasn't.
0: That dog was vicious. That was a vicious dog. That was a shit How dog, they- man.
1: How do they get the dog to act like that? Probably just put like a sausage in his sock or something. Yeah, yeah. Attack that leg. It's gotta be an interesting
0: thing to teach a dog to do. Maybe they just found the
1: worst asshole dog they could. Yeah. And cast it.
0: My wife sent me a a thing uh, today about like dogs in movies generally have to have CGI tails. Because if they're, like if they're supposed to be a mean dog. Mm. Like their tails are wagging because right. they're like they so like happy to be acting. Uh, probably, you know, their trainer wrong. usually has something they like, yeah. And they're like yeah. tails are wagging, so they have to CGI the dog's tails.
1: That was probably <laughs> half the budget of this movie because CGI yeah, right? was expensive in 1983.
0: But, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they
1: had to train the
0: dog, like, they had to get the dog but, to bite this guy's pant leg like, somehow. Back then, I don't know how you do that. They didn't care about that.
1: I'm just imagining a dog in a you know, in this movie. Just with the money for nothing, quality computer animation tail. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just covering
2: his tail with a green fabric.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: gotta... Fuck it, we'll do it in post.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a green tail sock. Uh, sell those color TVs. Uh, so the motorcycle so the cop. cop, James Keach, brother of Stacy Keach, Stacy Keach, yeah. friend of the show, Stacy Keach. This is James Keach. Oh, and we like him. He's, he's in a amazing. Eighties movies. His exchange, the two of them on the side of the road trying to stifle laughter to the point of tears, (laughs) is it's it's good acting. Like it's it's not just funny. Like they're doing the thing, man. I didn't
0: I didn't notice the cop uh, holding back laughter. It's that whole. Yep,
1: must have kept up for at least a mile. Yeah, (laughs) like they're just.
2: It's so funny. That that Chevy Chase trying not to cry and then like, well, <laughs> he's crying and he's like, well, gotta go. Yeah, that
0: that comes up a lot in life too. The, the yeah, the, the Chevy Chase, uh, like his demeanor during that scene was so good because mm-hmm. he has to act sad so that his, you know, but like he hated that dog. Yes, you could tell. So like he was glad he the was dog relieved. was no longer with us. Right, and so like hear his that
2: rattling, jingling sound. Yeah,
0: just the just the both of those, you know, him trying to hide his, uh, his pleasure, at the dog being yeah. dead, and and to act avoid it like sad. <laughs> it's it's so good.
1: You know, it's funny though because in the scene before that, when they're in the camp, he does say he's going to kill that dog. Kill that dog, right? So did he kill that dog on purpose, guys? No. Or was he just so distracted by Christy Brinkley?
2: It was just foreshadowing. He was actually distracted from putting the shit in the car, and like, they did it right. They showed it, and then they kind of distracted you enough to where you're not going, dude. The dog's on the bumper. Like right. you, you even forget. Yeah. Uh, because they show him doing the bags, and then they show him put him on the bumper, but then they show a few other things to where you kind of forget about the dog. Yeah. That's 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 good storytelling.
1: <laughs> I love no, the dance to your mother. With I was sandwiches. speeding. I was driving like a maniac. Yep. <laughs> I was driving like a maniac. While they're while they're eating the the pea sandwiches, mm. it, the dance where he opens <laughs> the, the bologna opens, sandwich at one point to like, show the meat like, in his
2: in his members only jacket. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Can we talk about Christy Brinkley just a little bit?
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that was Christy Brinkley. Introducing yeah. Christy Brinkley.
2: First of all, I love that car. That's the Magnum Pi Ferrari, which. Big fan. Yeah. Uh big fan of her. Her acting not good, but she looks good. Uh sure. In that cast, she sticks out like a sore thumb. Like they're they're doing just great delivery and she's just reading the lines. But it's fine. That's what they hired her for.
0: Yeah, she's just there for she's, I can't one be. reason. You know what she reminded me of? Um uh a movie An episode that, of Community? No. no. <laughs> um, a movie that we watched um, before, Travis, that you hated. Okay. The way she kept popping up on the road. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's Road uh, Games. That's what I'm about. It is Road Games. So I think they,
2: they did that on purpose.
1: Yeah. James Keach, <laughs> not Stacey Keach, in Road right. Games. But with Krista Brinkley, not the other guy. There yeah, because I
2: kept saying during that movie, I'm like, how do they keep catching up to the same <laughs> people? <laughs> and but that, you
0: didn't say
1: that in this movie. Well, I
2: was getting there i was gonna say that that was a little silly. No, you weren't.
1: He was too busy hearing Dreamweaver in the back of his head every time what what song Dream does she drive through Weaver. She has some like theme songs' really, song. really catchy. oh she' fun eighties pop songs, yeah, yeah.
0: I know what whatever it was. About.
1: Just a quick we'll take George's temperature real quick. George, who plays Russ Griswold uh, have you ever you know seen him Russ, before?
2: Russ is. <laughs> Do you know who Russ
0: Griswold is?
2: <laughs> he's yeah, like... he's
0: the son. Okay. He's... he's uh... Russ, you want to come up here? I'm right here, Dad. It's Clark's son. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was like, Russ, come up here! And he's like, I'm right here. <laughs> Good talk.
2: Good talk, Dad. <laughs> That's another one that comes up a lot.
0: Soon you're going to be a man.
1: Been a man for a couple of days now. <laughs> 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 There's oh, so Jesus. many
2: quotes in this movie that can come <laughs> but... up all the time.
1: Do you so, recognize him at all? Have you seen him in any movies before? Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure that I have. <laughs> why, why do you do this to me? Every time. It's always the poor, same guy, and he never really Poor remembers. Anthony Michael
2: Hall. He's getting no love from George. Oh my God. He's been in nine of the movies that George has watched.
1: He keeps popping up, and you keep not recognizing him. It's just its so mean. <laughs>
2: I can understand not recognizing him from like the Dark Knight, but I mean,
1: it's Gary. Oh, yeah. Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Evil stabs its <laughs> brain tonight. <laughs> and he's from Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evil dies tonight.
0: Oh, man. Wow. I tried to block that movie out of my head. You
2: have forgotten his entire career. <laughs> this is like
0: 51st States, but when they I I need Anthony to watch, uh. watch. Mm. I think I need to watch uh, Weird Science again. Oh, dude. Heck It, yeah, it dude. should
2: be a, a weekly watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because.
2: That and Ferris Bueller I could watch every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Michael Both Hall. Both John
2: Hughes movies.
0: <sighs>
2: John Hughes is, is a crap. treasure.
0: Yes, he is. Um, yeah. You guys kill me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Ross. <clears throat> oh every time it's just it's like clockwork guys it's like clockwork so funny (laughs) so uh, at some point he jumps the family truckster like I think about 50 feet real life but they say like 50 yards dad and he stands on top of that busted ass car and he's like so just like ready to you know scream at the world but then he takes a second he's like 50 yards (laughs) (laughs) he's like not bad (laughs) takes a moment of like appreciation for himself i like that yeah it was good (sighs) one of my favorite uh tiny roles the mechanic played by mickey jones now george you probably would have seen mickey jones on tv in your childhood because he played the i think the drummer i assume the drummer on the tool time band. Did you, did you watch home improvement? Uh, yeah. He had those buddies that would come on and play songs, but like with tools and garbage cans. Mm, okay. So he was the drummer in that group. And actually when we watched total recall, we went on a long tangent, so we won't repeat mm-hmm. ourselves, but I'll cite for our new listeners, total recall. We got deep into who, who, uh, Mickey Jones was, but he was the drummer in that band. On Home Improvement, he was also the drummer in the band for a while during those infamous Judas concerts with Bob Dylan. Right. Okay. And here, he's a mechanic.
2: And he always hmm. pops up in movies. like He's always in like motorcycle gangs and stuff. But yeah, he's always
1: like a Hells Angels guy. And he's a hell of a drummer. Nice. He's no leave on home, though, which I think we've covered in the past.
2: Hmm. Well, what you got? How much do you want? What you got? (laughs) How much you got?
1: What does your sheriff think about you? Floop. He's got the sheriff's (laughs) badge. Flip
2: that shit out. Shit. (laughs) Well, the guy behind him is also uh, uh, pretty uh, prominent in a lot of 80s movies. Yeah, John Deal. Deal, yeah. He's in Stripes, I believe.
1: Never heard of it. Just
2: kidding. I I say that just because George won't remember when we watch it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You said last week we're watching it this week.
1: Hey, Maybe. you remembered.
0: That's what you said. <laughs> no, actually, I think Dan said it.
2: It it would it would work because there's a lot of people in this movie that are in that.
1: Movie. Oh, it's gonna happen. We're gonna watch *Stripes*. We also
0: need to watch *Caddyshack*. Too.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. All good we're, things in time. We're
2: avoiding a Stephen King block by doing an 80s comedy block. It's so good. So that. I'm for it.
1: So uh. And Edna, mm, sucks.
2: Mm. Rest in peace, Tori dies. Edna. The don't
1: dramatic kill irony, her! <laughs> the dramatic irony in that scene where you know she's dead, and you may not know right away, but you start to figure out like, uh oh. <laughs> and they just yeah. drag it on and on with her getting flopped from one kid's shoulder to the other. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, There's no way you don't know by the end of that scene before they even know. Oh, it's so good, <laughs> so gross.
2: What's funny? They they. Miss the reoccurring joke that could have worked because when earlier in the movie when they were driving from Chicago, leaving Chicago, and he smelled Russ's feet, he said, "Smell like oh, smell. Like, oh yeah." They could have they done could that. have done something like that, but I, she wasn't dead long enough for that joke. But like what the sound when they jump out of the car, <laughs> Chase is like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so funny. Oh my god. Uh, straps her to the Uh, top of the car which i think is not a reference to something else they've done that in another movie at mm. this point but uh funny enough and then leave her on the porch in the rain and just keep dry oh my god these people yeah (laughs) the draw of marty moves is just too strong
2: his prayer his prayer is hilarious (laughs) the first part like when he sings is funny but the first part of it, when he's just like saying biblical words.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And then he talks about karma real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. Good shit. Another thing that's he
1: called back pretty strong in uh, Christmas Vacation. Mm. A lot of good beats in that next one. Now, guys, we get to the parking lot. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Oh.
2: I, I have big ups to Hallmark for this, but they, they made many vacation and Christmas vacation ornaments over the years they're big great sellers they made a truckster ornament
0: with grandma on top
2: with all the luggage on top and there's an aunt and Edna <laughs> in there underneath the blanket strapped to the roof of that car that's, that's fantastic <laughs> wonderful so that I'm very happy to own that
0: that's awesome that she's on the roof <laughs> great detail That's fantastic.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Merry Christmas to everyone except for Aunt Edna. Oh,
2: God. Uh, And then leaving her on the patio with an umbrella over top of her. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so
1: wrong, but he's Uh, just, like, pushing through it. They got to get to Wally World, man. Yeah. Well. So when I showed this to my kids after our Disney trip, I skipped, like, Everything from the exit off I-70 until they pull up to the parking lot of Wally World. <laughs> oh, shit. It was just so, like, there's too much at Cousin Eddie, too much dead Aunt Edna. Yeah. And I don't really love the Chevy Chase having the super attractive wife and still with the Christy Brinkley stuff. That's hard to explain to a kid. So I just skipped all that. Mm. We went straight to Wally World.
2: And if you do that... It's called a midlife crisis.
1: You lose all <laughs> of that. And and there's no loose ends. Like, it's a perfect short movie if you right, do that. Right. They pull into the parking lot and right away, my seven-year-old goes, it's closed. <laughs> not even like, you know, ha, 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 they're stuck and it's right. closed. He's just like, oh, it is closed. It is a closed park. They are not getting in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they did kind of do the right thing when Clark says... First one's here, like yep. he just made it a big thing. Like first one's here, because yeah. you knew they were driving through the night. Yep. you knew they were getting there early, so it it was it was subtle enough. But yeah, obviously. Well, and
1: even close. then, it just plays into his own kind of self deception of like I've done yes. all this for this moment, and this it. There's something wrong. He knows something's wrong, but he's gonna he, just like he's
0: not going to admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that sad run. To the park.
1: Oh. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, when he's like hitting
2: the crescendo, drum crescendos with his arms. And you're just, and then he, they do the Rocky thing where his son starts beating him. And then he starts racing faster. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. No wonder he punches the nose in. <laughs>
0: Moose outside should
2: have told you. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Park's closed. <laughs> uh, John Candy. Yes, John Candy. <laughs> Talk about... Getting hired for a job, being told you have, like, five lines, six lines, and just killing every single one of them. Yeah. Such a character he built around that. <laughs> like, when he's, when when uh, Roy shows up and they're, like, explaining, and then he made me lay down like a dog. And he's like, I'm going put a gun on my face. And he does all that <laughs> stuff. And then right when Roy says, ah, shut up. He, you see his face? He, like, sucks in. All that fat into this little puckered <laughs> mouth. Yeah, this is the funniest thing. I was like, yeah. oh my god, I totally forgot that he did so many things with that character.
0: Dude, my favorite part was the argument about whether it was a real gun or not. Like <laughs> right before the they, <laughs> right before they got on the roller coaster, And like it should be, be gone. He shoots. He's about to. Get, he's about to like get up out of the roller coaster. Chevy so just shoots him in the ass, and he's like, "See, I thought it was a real gun." <laughs> like they have this this argument but he still gets back in the roller coaster (laughs) and rides it well then and then like i love how like john candy's character like starts to have fun Fun, yeah and like it's just so like heartwarming
2: well the line before that scene is great too because uh ellen is that that's her name right his wife ellen yeah when she's like Your father's going to be going away for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like she's totally. This doesn't end well. Yeah, this does not end well. (laughs) Uh
1: Oh, man. Did you guys recognize uh, Roy Wally? The actor who played Roy Wally. I I know Travis did, but George, do you recognize him? You've Ah, seen him and stuff from when you were a kid. Uh, He was the toy store owner in Home Alone 2. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. who gives him the doves and he's also the team okay. owner and rookie of the year. So like mid 90s he's hitting all these kid movies but uh he'd been acting great since casting. like the late 30s or something like he's yeah. been around
2: but it's a perfect casting cuz he looks just like Walt Disney. Yeah, he does. Like a like a heavier version of him. Not fat, but like he he has like a a little bit more bulk to him, but he has that same face. Mr. Rogers type. And he plays it well because he, he's he's almost embarrassed. You could tell. He's like so embarrassed by it. And then he finally, when he yells at the security guards, you see he has a moment where he loses it. Mm-hmm. But then he goes back to that and then when he's talking to Clark and Clark's saying all these things and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then once he says you would do this for your kids, he's like, no.
0: And he's like, <laughs> no, he, I wouldn't. So you would do the same for your kids, <laughs> wouldn't you? He's like, uh, well, no. No, <laughs> I love when he like when he appeals to his kids about like what where's the where's the first place you said you wanted to go and he's like uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii. Shut up, Russ. <laughs> Wally
1: World, Dad. Wally, Wally World, Dad. Dad. <laughs> so silly. Oh my uh,
2: god. Yeah, it just reminded me. There's another thing that I've been I've been with my wife for 30 years. It's something I do every single time we go to a place that has a sight to see. She, I'll walk over to her. She already knows. Go. She puts her arm around me. We nod our head twice, and we walk away. Well, <laughs> well it doesn't matter what we're looking at. We could be in Hawaii <laughs> or Delaware. It doesn't matter. We just do the the head nod and then walk away. So good. <laughs> that is my favorite part. And again, that ranks up there with... Chevy Chase doing something that's clearly not in the script. Yeah. And it just worked. And Ra- <laughs> Ramis is probably like, oh, fuck, we're keeping that shit. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked about Harold Ramis much. Uh, this He's the director of this movie. George, you are familiar with Harold Ramis, but you may not know him by name. Okay. Uh, he's in the Ghostbusters. He
0: is Egon.
1: Oh. So the so guy that plays Egon.
2: Ghostbusters.
1: He yeah, he wrote Ghostbusters. He wrote another movie that you're going to like soon and he also directed this movie. Cool. Yeah,
2: I don't know how many movies he's directed, but he's freaking brilliant. I think as 14
1: a according to IMDb, but you never know. They include TV shows and stuff. Okay. So.
2: But his writing is up there with John Hughes, like anything he touches is pretty much gold.
0: Yeah. I feel like um a lot of times like writers have a limited number of good ideas yeah and when they when they just write their good ideas then they're great writers well, his when thing they is try to force an it and they don't have like they don't really have great ideas but they're still like i need to write right then it gets kind of like Meh.
2: but i think the thing with him is he's also an actor Right. He has comedian. other he has other things. So when he writes it's, it's kinda like a football coach who has played the the sport. Yeah, like it's he's like a player's coach.
0: When he writes, it's because this idea is so good he can't not write it. Right. Even though he's got all this other stuff going on, he's like, I gotta write this. Because it's Absolutely. so good and then we get this kind of stuff.
2: Now, I don't know if if he had anything to do with the script of this movie. But once we get into oh, the movies he that he it, did write, right, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a freaking genius. I mean what what the hell are you gonna add to a John Hughes script? I don't know. <laughs> seriously. <Right. laughs> I mean it's it's one of the best move, written movies comedy wise. It's so fast. It's so like just it's just lean meat. There's no
1: lulls at all. I'd really like, like to go back and read if I could find I have never it's probably on Google but uh the vacation 58 the article from the National Lampoon that this is kind of uh, germinated from okay. which I imagine is autobiographical from John Hughes uh about his childhood family vacations just to see what little nuggets of re- reality he sprinkled into this movie
0: right that's another thing when uh, when writers write movies based on their like their own experiences mm-hmm that's some of the best writing. Like yeah. um like clerks. Yeah. Yeah, right. It was like that. Hard agree. Um
2: well, I saw an interview with Seth McFarlane and he talks about all the characters from Family Guy and how they're all based on people he knew.
0: Yep. Um great. what about Seinfeld that show well? that was on um it's like a philly based show. So uh, sunny. The Goldbergs?
2: Oh, the Goldbergs, yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, I, at the end of every episode they they show the actual, you know, home videotape mm-hmm. of you know what actually happened in real life that this Which episode's based, episode? based on. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I think
2: he's from uh Jenkintown. So that's pretty close to here. Maps. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> Sheltenham, <laughs> one of those. Uh
1: I
0: don't know where he's from. He's definitely he's Delco. from Philly. I, I think it's Delco. Should we explain
1: yeah. that at one point it sounded like a news chopper and that's why we did that and now we just do it anytime <laughs> we talk about geography or maps? Right. A yeah, news chopper. <laughs> that's a that's for our Season one listeners, you're welcome. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for sticking around all these years later.
2: Hopefully we got better. <laughs> I think we did.
1: <laughs> Maybe we got worse.
2: Who knows? Got worse. It's possible. Well, according to some, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, it's hard to find a good podcast, man. I was trying to find a meme podcast. Yeah, they Is don't it? exist? Well, no, they exist. It's just not good. There's only one that's actually running right now. I won't mention the name of it. It's not very good. <laughs> um, but there was a bunch, but they were like, none of them were available because I guess they didn't like, they're all from like three, four years ago and they were just not current anymore.
1: Stale no. memes. Yeah.
0: Stale memes. I
1: was well,
0: trying to find someone that actually did my idea, which is, you know, des- well, just describe memes.
2: Work up a mood board and we'll see. We'll talk to the executives and see if we can have a, you know, get
0: a pitch meeting. <laughs> Be a great opportunity That's
1: for you to learn how to edit the podcast. That's true. Good I mean, actually, practice. I I know how to edit. I just I hate doing it. <laughs> I hate it. It's fun, man. <laughs> I love editing. It's so much fun. Yeah. Because then I can drop in mean sound effects like this. Crap mm-hmm. my ass. And then I'm like, hey, you couldn't stop me on the editor.
2: That's true. or you can like bleep us whenever we're talking that's at true. words that don't need to be bleeped and it sounds like we're talking dirty. every
0: time you say bleep he should bleep you <laughs> like when you bleep us
2: <laughs> or touch my bleep
1: <laughs> you know sometimes you just gotta bleep a guy in the bleep that's right <laughs> Russ <laughs> Russ come up here I'm <laughs> right here dad Oh, my God. You're hey. going to charge
2: me $38, $38 <laughs> for a tent? They're nice tents. They're
0: nice tents.
1: <laughs> I got to say, guys, uh, Vacation is one of my favorite movies, and I think I, I don't watch it often enough, so I'm going to rectify that, because hmm. it's good.
0: It is good. It is good. It's It's almost a tragedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Almost. The original ending sounded real messed up from the little bits I was reading about it. it. Uh when they leave the park the first time, instead of coming back with a gun, they like hijack an airplane. Oh my god. And there's like what? a police response similar to the end of Christmas Vacation. Okay. So I haven't ever like I think How do you, how do you uh
2: how do you rate this SWAT team? They were like Silence of the Lambs level. Wow. This was some <laughs> real
1: pajamas in M sixteen yeah. SWAT era. Real I'm a fan. I yeah, am like a fan. It was like police
2: academy bullshit.
1: God, the one where <laughs> yeah. they like, they're like they in the doorway and the two pop out and then the two pop out and then the one pops out, like just so hokey TV <laughs> swans. Yeah. It's like yeah. Ground, Groundhog yeah. Groundhog Day for the SWAT.
0: That's
2: funny.
1: It was great. Oh, man. No notes. Great movie. Well, okay, one note. <laughs> that East St. Louis stuff is pretty rough. But... uh I do like, excuse me, Holmes. That's very awful, but kind of funny. <laughs> excuse me, Holmes. Holmes, <laughs> dude. If you, uh, yeah. oh, dude.
0: And no. Chevy Chase does not change. Break. No, his. I'm telling you that I think I don't know if it's the last thing he did. If Community was the last thing he did, or if he's done anything since, I don't think he has because he's like just he's old and he's like retired. Mm. But, like, he is so good in Community. His character in Community is just old and out of touch, and that's how he plays it, Mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. He's kind of underrated
2: when it comes to playing characters because you kind of think of him like an Adam Sandler uh, where he can play all these different characters, but everybody just kind of remembers him being Chevy Chase. So it's not like he it's almost like he's playing himself. He's got the Keanu Reeves thing going where everybody's like, Oh, well you get Chevy Chase, he's Chevy Chase and whatever he's in. But when you actually sit and watch him, um, he's he's good at creating little nuances in a character where it yeah, he doesn't do characters where he's putting on different wigs, like like or character driven with with costumes, but he does like his tie in Caddyshack is no different than Clark. Visually, yeah. But when you see his mannerisms, Ty in Caddyshack has it to, has his shit together. Clark does not. Yeah. But they both have the same um, ability to do stupid shit, <laughs> which brings the comedy. Yeah. But it's still two different characters. You'll see when you watch Caddyshack.
0: Like, yeah, I I don't know how Chevy Chase is is uh, looked upon generally by the by movie watchers because that's not the community that I'm in. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way. Right. That, you know, it's like, oh, Chevy Chase is Chevy Chase. I I like Chevy Chase in everything and I don't think that he's, I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot but what I have seen from SNL and the couple of movies that I've watched and community, he's very versatile. Right. I love him and he's he's great. But it's usually
2: physical comedy. It's not really... Like when he played Gerald Ford on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't wear any makeup. He didn't put on a wig. Yeah. He was Chevy Chase and just fell all over everything uh, <laughs> yeah. and said stupid shit. Like yeah. He didn't try to immerse himself in this character visually, but yes. he changes what he does behaviorally to where it's a totally different character, but you don't sit there and go, oh, it's just Chevy Chase. No, nah, I don't think that. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah, I love him. And there's a few movies we won't do on here, like Modern Problems and uh, what's the one he did with Goldie Hawn, Uh, uh, Best of Times or something like that. Like they're they're just straight up comedies, but he does a lot of great work in those movies. But it's not like iconic like this, yeah. But those are I, I suggest if if we get to a point where you should just. Pick every freaking Chevy Chase movie and watch them. Even the bad ones, like Nothing But Trouble. Like There's still stuff in it that you'll like. Because he's a genius.
1: Well, and okay. he, you've seen the Call Me Out, You Can Call Me Out video. Mm. The best music video the, ever made. guys. Paul Simon. Paul yeah. Simon.
2: And he does some great Chevy Chase shit in that video.
1: <laughs> if you haven't seen this, I'm sending <laughs> yeah. you a link, George. And yeah, I, I, like, I remember I that
2: came out when I was a kid. That came out like eighty five, I think. I don't know what
1: year that was. That's but one. Yeah. I credit my uncle. Thank you, Uncle Mike, for showing me that video. Cause holy crap, yeah, it's really that was good.
2: my introduction to Paul Simon. Actually,
1: oh, that's a good place to meet that, him. That I guess is. if you can't yeah, meet him, at the my, good stuff from the sixties. That's good.
2: My parents didn't listen to Garfunkel and Simon. They didn't, they, or Simon Garfunkel. They didn't listen to that. They didn't listen to the Stones. They they were all Motown. You know, so I'm like, who's this
1: guy with Chevy Chase? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Dan in post. I just want to let you know this is where George listened to. You can call me Al and watch the music video, which you should check out on YouTube. But for copyright reasons and just to avoid any chance of a cease and desist from uh, the lovely Paul Simon, we uh, are just going to skip to the end when he just finished that music video. Okay, skip to the end. What was that
0: movie or that video made for? That song.
1: That's like an MTV video. That's That's the music video? video. That's a music
0: video. That's amazing.
1: Wasn't that amazing? Yeah, it really is. I thought
0: that was an SNL
2: skit. No. When was Thriller? Thriller came out in 83, right? Yeah,
1: 83, 84, somewhere in there. Okay.
2: So once Thriller came out, everybody was like, okay, we need to up our game. (laughs) We need to make videos that are like little mini movies. Let's get actors. Some like some videos, they would put actors lip syncing to their music. Like. Yeah,
0: Paul Simon was really good in that video. Yeah, like the like the look of uh, I don't know uh, discouragement, boredom and, boredom, and disgust. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the no, entire it's, time. <laughs> it, it's good. It's definitely good,
0: and especially when Chevy Chase is hitting the high notes, <laughs> 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 he's just like. <laughs>
1: So good. It's good. So uh, next week, w- it's not a surprise. We're watching Stripes. Do you know anything yes. about the movie Stripes? No. Any idea what you're getting in? I mean, anything to do. do you- can, I, can I say?
2: I know the answer to that. Stripes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what no. do you think a movie called Stripes is about? Um, stripes.
0: I don't know. It's not about zebras. I think it's... I don't know. It probably has something to do with like. It's about the Cincinnati like, Bengals. Like boot camp. Maybe like a boot camp. Like a military thing. Or maybe like a police thing. Stripes. Okay. Uh, Or. I, I mean I really don't know. I have no idea. Well I'm so excited for you to watch it. You don't know if. Uh, any guesses on who's in it. Other than. Um. Uh, We've talked so much tonight. I thought you mentioned something about. Mm.
1: Well, Anthony Michael it Hall might, might be is in it. In.
0: Oh, he might. It might've been during our, is, is that who it was? <laughs> it wasn't during our Bill Murray discussion. No, it was. I that, don't remember. It's the
1: extra, uh, the extra, the mechanic assistant is going to pop up. In yeah. It. That's who we talked okay. about, but he's a minor guy in this. So Okay.
0: Lee Harvey. Uh, you Gross. animal! Sorry. <laughs> no, that story I...
2: about you and that goat. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have. Can't, I kind of can't wait. <laughs> I have no idea.
1: Well, I think uh, we're in for a treat, then, uh, George. I want to party with you, big man. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. That's it. That's all I got. And scene.
0: Alright. We we really appreciate you. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> 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 Oh, Clark.
2: We didn't even talk about the rack
1: in this Where's mom? (laughs) I'm under here. (laughs) Go back to bed. Go back to (laughs) bed. Panties in his hand.